0: Welcome to the Wrestle Ropes podcast. Uh, this is the second edition. I am your host, Billy, and I am joined by Wrestlezone mega fan, the king of strong Kyle himself. It's Kyle Watt. Welcome to the show.
1: That is me, Wrestlezone superfan extraordinaire. Not been to a show in four years, um, but yeah, still number one.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so, the point of Wrestle Ropes podcast, for those that haven't listened to the first one, is uh, we just take a show, we preview it, you listen, hit like, profit. So it's about the gist of it. Uh, so we chose—I—I I, I got strong Kyle in. Uh, I'm not going to keep—I'm not going to call you that the whole time because I'll forget. But, but uh, I've got Kyle in because we're both WrestleZone fans. WrestleZone are back. Halloween hijinks this Saturday in a sold-out show. So we're going to speak about our love for for WrestleZone. Speak about the show, and then i was going to use the profit joke again. I've already done that. So WrestleZone, how did you get introduced to WrestleZone? Why do you love
1: it? Um, it was the Aberdeen Anarchy, first Beach Ballroom show. Um, Billy Gunn and Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Didn't know anything about WrestleZone or anything about really indie wrestling. I just knew that Billy Gunn was coming to Aberdeen. Hacksaw, as much as I loved him after the show, couldn't have cared less before the show. Um, so I was there for Billy Gunn. Um, and then since then, I've just been going quite regularly. Like I said, not been in a while. Uh, mainly due to moving to Glasgow um, four years ago. So uh, it's a bit more difficult to get up, but I'll be going up for Saturday. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's not really too much of a story behind how I got into it. Uh, in terms of, you know, how I, what why I like it, you know, it's just it's just good fun, is what WrestleZone is. I like think a lot of wrestling can kind of take itself too seriously, but you don't get that with WrestleZone. You know, there are moments where, you know, there are, you know, good storylines and good moments and all these sort of things, but ultimately, it's just a good laugh. It's a good, it's a good family, good family time, isn't it?
0: Good family fun. Yeah. Well, well. But first show was my first show as well, and my only other, other uh, trip. Oh well, no, two, two was, uh, it was SWE of course. <laughs> um, probably the only mention of that company during this particular uh, show. But uh, that and W three uh, I was with two other ones, and yeah, Billy Gunn was the reason I was going because it's, it's Billy Gunn. You got to see Billy Gunn, um, yeah, and that's what bring us back. So, when people are listening to this, they're probably listening to me going, "Oh, it's WrestleZone," because I, I think I mentioned on nearly every podcast if I can, if I can get away with it. If anyone wants to uh, hear about it, I'll tell them. So, yeah, it, it's it's what it is. It's what you say. It's, it's good old family fun. It's just it's just nice. It's nice wrestling. It's not. Doesn't take itself too seriously. We've got great characters. Uh, in terms of like favourite moments, matches, moments though, uh, is there any in particular that kind of like spring to mind that kind of just that you could point to and go, that's why I love WrestleZone.
1: Um, there's a few that, that kind of come to mind, um, but the first one and it, you you've probably got it in your your head as well is the uh, Jack Jester Crusher Crave sort of arc um going into i think it was the the second ballroom show if i'm not mistaken um that that whole story was just well done to be honest and it, it culminated in a really good match at the at the beach ballroom storytelling was perfect it just you know encapsulates everything that we've just said about WrestleZone you know it was well put together the story was perfect um and you know the there was a big surprise at the end with with Jess running away with the title so um, that's probably my my big standout moment, I would
0: say. Yeah, that that's definitely up there. I, I love their stories, and uh, like I've said in things like reviews and, and reviews and that, it's possibly that you can like delve too much into a story, but like things like uh, Damian leaving Sterling Oil, oh, just Chef's Kiss, <laughs> it's just a phenomenal, and you got Damian Tyler Bate in there as well. Um, but no, that's that's definitely the the crusher crabe jester one was just insane uh, pardon the pun and other things you get like Aspen Faith who I think I only spoke, to him, spoke about him very briefly in the 100th episode of the podcast I said I'd leave more time for this particular uh, segment for this particular show Aspen, that, that's, that's the guy that you kind of, you and I have this mutual appreciation I was going to say love but maybe a bit too much appreciation I mean, for the man
1: I'd maybe go as far as to say love but
0: I'm um, saying in, in the hundredth episode that it's, I think it's just because it's it's he doesn't want he doesn't seem to want our appreciation, which makes us want to give them that appreciation more. It's like no, you're good. I'll tell you, you're good. Appreciate it. Uh, but no, it, it was a, it was asking one of the guys that you were like, this is my guy when you were going to wrestling zone shows. Yeah, I
1: think so. I think you know for for you know the you know there's obviously the, the standard like big names and wrestlers and you know like Scotty and, and things like that are sort of the standouts in terms of the company but obviously they're very much focused on you know the the younger audience the, the sort of families involved and you know being the you know the the clean cut baby face and getting the fans all all hyped up but i felt like aspen at that point was really the only the only wrestler there that probably catered more to kind of I don't know how to say it I don't want to say smart mark but you know the the fans that you know watch other wrestling and you know delve deeper into, into other styles and stuff like that because he was so good and, and technical and, and all that sort of stuff so yeah I think he really drew me in a wee bit and you couldn't really see him anywhere else so it was really a big draw to, to wrestle on back then anyway
0: uh, he's, he's just cool. I mean, he still is. Yeah. But he's, he's just cool. It's like you see all these guys and uh like I like you say, humongous characters, you've got Scotty coming out and uh, and he's he's red gear, red spiky hair, then you've got a Assisto come out and he's all bright orange and then really out uh, of bar Sterling Oil, um, he was the only guy that came out in like black trunks and or with a slash of pink as well. So it was all all different and, and uh like like uh punk music was coming into this big pop since the world and uh, yeah it was it was just the best and when he started getting booked elsewhere I was very happy but at the same time I was like nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's ours he's Aberdeen <laughs> stay up here <laughs> but uh, yeah and hopefully he'll be hopefully be back soon he was supposed to be at the Rumble last year oh, no last year 2019 he was supposed to be at the Rumble 2019 that was his big return and then the world didn't want it that way
1: well, we can only hope. We can only hope and dream.
0: Well, I mean, we're going to go through the matches of the show. I mean, like we wanted to get a little bit of a backstory of, of our our history with WrestleZone before going through the show, because uh, it's sold out. So if you haven't got a ticket, you can't go to it anyway. But uh, yeah, so we've, we've been watching it since both of its exact same time. So June 2013 uh, is when we've been... Oh God, 20, that's how long we've been watching. It's a long uh, time to ago. WrestleZone shows. Yeah. And we've seen some some of the good, the bad, and uh, ugly from from our little seat up in the balcony at the beach ballroom, which is the best seat in the house, as always. And I'll still be disappointed every time that mind when we went and uh, the the sound, the tech guys had had moved, had gone to the spot.
1: Oh, disgraceful.
0: it was, was shocking.
1: It was like The Simpsons, you know, um, when they pause the telly and you can see Ralph's heartbreaking. There was that bizarre.
0: many a moment at, at WrestleZone with that. There was <laughs> the year, that, well, of course, Aspen falling uh, fall out of the ring at uh, the Regal Rumble, which broke my heart. Uh, but it there, was their year that we were they were waiting for the guest to announce. And I, I got into my head it was Kurt Angle. And was <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. I was like, Kurt Angle's coming to Fear of Loathing. He's coming to WrestleZone as well. And then it was Hurricane that was announced. Good get, very good get. But I was like, Kurt Angle. It's Kurt Angle that's coming to the to the beach ballroom. Imagine who, who would who would have Kurt Angle in? obviously Aspen. Why why am I even asking this question? It's a uh, Aspen Kurt Angle. That's the that's the match. Yeah. Um, no. speaking of Aspen, maybe speaking of Aspen, we'll dive into the, the first matches the VIP ticket pre-show and we'll kinda of work around, we'll get some of the matches in and our thoughts and opinions on particular wrestlers. But Lord Mr. Malice is back from the dead. You weren't you weren't there to see him die, were you? I you was not. Rumble? I was oh. not there. No. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you've seen clips of it, though. Yep. Yeah, and uh, the, the, the thud heard around the world. Uh, back to the scene of the crime. Um, I was, it's so weird to see Lord Mister Malice back. So Lord Mister Malice has uh, open challenge. He's put it out there. He's got his. Uh, I was watching the video of his wee promo. And I never noticed that his scepter is a solar-powered outside lamp. <laughs> well, I, I, that's fantastic. It's just been spray-painted gold because I was watching, I was looking going, is that we solar-powered? That's a solar-powered lamp. I've got one of them outside. <laughs> just black. Right. Uh, so we've got Mr. Malice who, this is going to be the first person that people see in a wrestling show that have bought the VIP tickets you're coming up and you're taking also your partner, Kayleigh. Yep. And she's never seen a WrestleZone show. Nope. (laughs) How are you going to explain Lord Mr. Malice?
1: Right, I feel like I'm going to have a lot of explaining to do the whole night, right? And I like to, you know, be quite positive in regards to a lot of the the WrestleZone guys and, you know, I'm a big supporter of WrestleZone, big fan. Um, I would like to formally apologise to um, the rest of the roster, for the fact that I'm taking Kayleigh, um because she's not one to hold her tongue. So um, I don't know how she's going to react to Lord Mister Malice. Uh, you know, I'm sure she'll have some sort of an opinion to that. How to explain it? I, I don't know, to be honest. You know, he was the bodyguard of Sterling Oil, and I've got to explain what Sterling Oil is. Uh, and then, yeah, the, the whole Lord Lordship. And then they've got to explain Lord Michael of Graham as well, and it's all—it's gonna be a mess. Let's be honest.
0: You've mentioned Lord Michael of Graham, and this is Adam's pick, I think, for for this open challenge. Oh. Uh, so a battle of the lords to kick off, coming back to see wrestling, which would be hilarious for us. But then again, I'm going to have to—I'm going to, have to listen to you explain this. which to be honest is my added bit of entertainment for the whole evening because I'll I'll be taking I'll I'll be taking Kelly and uh, she knows all these guys (laughs) and uh, she kind of gets the characters and and what have you and even she was quite shocked when I said that Lord Mr. Malice is back because she witnessed him die Uh, and uh, yeah at least she's got the background information Kelly's just going to be like going so they're both lords And yeah,
1: it's going to be something. I I don't know how she's going to react because a lot of Kayleigh's wrestling opinions are interesting. You know, we're talking about someone who despises Goldberg, who's the coolest dude ever. Who knows? But we'll, we'll, we'll find out.
0: Uh, Have you kept in the dark about everything? Have have you just went? Have you told her what's happening? Has she like liked the Facebook page so she can see what's being announced? Or have you just like kept in the dark?
1: I mean, I've tried to explain some things, um, but the more I go into depth about storylines and stories, um, she keeps reminding me that um, the more I talk, the less she wants to go. So I'm just keeping it some now. It'll just yeah. be a silent megabus journey on Saturday,
0: as you're sitting there going, "Well, you see," and no, like, <laughs> oh, sharp. <shut up." laughs> so yeah, well, I mean, that's the VIP tickers holders. We're going to be VIP. I'm not usually one for the the front row because last I think last time I was front row, I ended up with a wild-looking sharp on my lap, um, which I suppose COVID times. I don't think that's allowed to happen now. Uh, but it's it's a bit of a wild west thing especially in the northern northern is just a bit of a it's a weird venue yeah like in the way it's set up it's so it's like I can't describe it it's like keyhole because it goes narrow and then it goes round at the back um an arrow thing i was going to call it yeah we're going to try and keep this for the for for all family <laughs> they, they can watch it and listen to this uh yeah so it's it's so weird because it it's it's i don't know art deco apparently i i didn't do well in, in art. I could draw. That was about it. But uh, but the sound carries all the way through. Um, I will say to anyone that's going for the first time though, so prepare yourself. Get your drinks beforehand. Get because it's it's still it's ridiculous price drinks. But that's a story for another time. It's not like a beach ballroom where I I paid four fifty for a Red Bull and felt robbed. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, it's a horrible, horrible, lovely venue, but, Jesus, they're to make their money on the on the drinks. Um, Yeah, where was So, yeah, the, the Northern Hotel. So, you've been to Northern Hotel plenty of time. Yeah. I have as well. And, uh, like I said, we keep coming back to, like, memories and all that kind of stuff. Uh, any particular highlights from the Northern Hotel that you can think of that's, like, best night ever, or just, like, something you holds holds close and near and dear to your heart?
1: There are... There's obviously certain wrestling-related stories, the actual match-related. But my personal favourite is um, when I started going to Zone. I used to like to bring signs. um, And my goal with most signs was to try and break people. So uh, James Midas, uh, former Team Smash, I brought a sign um, that just said the Toast of Dundee. And when him and Aspen came out, held it up, Broke Aspen. That was the best thing I've ever seen. I'm I've, I'm proud of that until the day I die. Um, so that was Northern Hotel. That that I hold that uh, close to me. In terms of wrestling, um, I think the show it was the Regal Rumble the year Jay Lethal and uh, Sonjay Dutt were over. That show in general was really cool. Just seeing Sonjay Dutt and, and Jay Lethal um, in quite a small venue uh, and seeing. Jack Jester chased Sonja, or Sonja J- chase Jack Jester through the Northern Hotel with uh, Sheila's walking stick. Was that quite was something. the
0: memory that I was going to come up with as well. That was the exact one. Because I think I was uh, a night that that happened. No, I, I went, there was another night someone got into Jester's face and he shoved them over, which made me laugh because this guy was being an absolute uh, uh, see you next Tuesday for the whole night. And he just came up to Jester after a match. Just from, That was him gone. Uh, which is incredible, but no, that 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 was yeah, that was amazing because Malice eliminated Jay Lethal in the Rumble, which was insane. I think it was the final two, or something like it, it was really. I Malice got yeah. really far in that Rumble that year. Um, that was a weird weekend. That was that was when I I disliked and liked Jay Lethal on the whole one weekend because he was at Rocker Wrestle the night before, okay, and I was helping out and I went up to him and asked for a picture and he went. Oh, you'll get a picture if you buy a promo picture. So I went, oh, that's right, and I walked off.
1: No thanks. <laughs> it's
0: just, no, I just want a picture. And they carrying stuff about. I've got enough things to do tonight. It's just I have to drive. I think I was maybe the show of Rob Terry, who who may have destroyed my my wife's Corsa. Uh, Clio Cleo, I should say. Not Corsa, I'm not chavs. Um <laughs> destroyed the Clio the the Axle was just never the same after Rob Terry. Well, you know what I' say? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Welsh? I don't know. Right, (laughs) so yeah. But that's... Thorne Hotel for WrestleZone is is their venue. It's that and the ballroom, which they can't run anymore for whatever reason. uh, Expenser or or whatever. But it seems to be that that is their venue and all these major things happen like Damien and and Tyler Bates and and all those good things. And of course, the Rumble's there every year. I don't know if it's probably pre... It has been every year. It's been in the in the Northern Hotel. I don't have the, I don't have the, you'd think I would know all this information because I'm a big nerd, but uh, I don't. So we've got that. Mr. Malice is going to open up the show to us, very important people, with an open challenge. And uh, any outs- outside picks you thinks it's going to be? I mean, obviously, Lord Michael Graham is probably there in the back burner. Uh, anyone you think it's going to pop out and destroy malice for for us.
1: I don't know, to be honest. Like I was thinking about this and uh, I feel like I'm gonna sit here, right, and think of all the people it could be and it's gonna be a Seasto, right? I've just got a funny feeling. That's how it'll work. We'll be like, oh here we go, who is it? Seasto. That that's my, my thought. Um in terms of actual people, I don't know because there's a few Names missing from the the card that you'd expect, but I don't know if there's reasons behind that and all that sort of stuff. So I'm not sure to be honest. I think what would have been great is if this was on the full the, the main show and Caleb just came out and battered him, yeah, um, instead of his match. But I'm interested to see what happens. I don't I don't know to be honest.
0: That that was my thought also. It, it would have been amazing just to have Matt, um, Valhalla just come out, just pick him up, and just throw him out again, and then. Leave. Yeah, you know, that's it. That's all you need. That's, that's uh, five minutes, and then you can go go uh, buy merch, and we'll have you and get ready for the rest of the show. Get your raffle tickets. Um, I think. I mean, I was trying to think of names that again haven't been aren't been announced, uh, haven't been announced, and uh, I don't know why Jim Bob came, came into my head, and it was like, oh God, no. Uh, <laughs> so I trying to think who else it could be, but I mean, out of the, the usual suspects. They've got pretty much their core roster on, of course, without Dino. Um oh, unless it's Caden Garrick, maybe. Could be. That would make sense. That would actually yeah, it would make sense now we're sitting, yeah, saying it out loud. Um with these hopefully he's got tighter cut jeans. It really annoyed me. I think I've, I've i think I said it on Vego, the podcast that I did with vago online that that was the one thing that really annoyed, well, there's many things, but one thing annoyed me about Caden Garrick was he's got, like, flary jeans and everyone, and there are guys with shorts or, or skinny jeans and here he is always his flappy ones with the, uh, with the ripped, um, edge frayed edges and all that kind of stuff and just like, you can't wrestle in that, that just doesn't look right.
1: Can't take anyone seriously and cut jeans, that's really, that's really my concern.
0: I mean, unless he's, he's got the, gets a old, uh, is it Dusty Rhodes would get the old jeans on and get the bandana around the knee and all that kind of stuff, We'd just just kind of jazz it up a little bit. And I'm sure Archer's got enough bandanas that can can assist. Well, he's uh, you know he's
1: got plenty of bandanas holding his knees together
0: from there. So uh, I mean, he's already had a whole dressing room full of bandanas. <laughs> For those listening who haven't listened to the Mickey Vago podcast, and you're over eighteen, I would say, or or at least old enough to hear some very coarse language. There's some incredible stories with uh, Archer and his knees and lack back. of <laughs> lack of. He's 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 the oldest twenty what, where he is twenty six year old in the world. Um, so that's that's the opener. That, that's what we'll be there for. Uh, well, not there for, but that's what will happen. And then we're into the main card. So the first match announced was a six man tag, and I'm absolutely positive this is going to open the show, just for who's in it. Um, so we've got William Sterling, Blue Thunder, Ryan Riley taking on Scotty Swift, Mr. P and uh, Evan Young. Uh, one of the new guys who was supposed to make his debut in the Rumble two years ago. That has to open the show, right?
1: Yeah, you'd think so. I, th- I think,
0: yeah. Yeah, surely.
1: Like, you'd, you'd like to have like to have Swifty out for the uh, the first match.
0: Now my my when the promo video went out and of course Scotty was there with without red hair uh, it rhymed oh that was that, that was, was terrifying weird. it was weird right I sent it I can't
1: remember if I sent it to you or not but I sent it to someone and I just put um, normal hair Scotty Swift can't hurt you he's not real
0: <laughs> I, I don't think it was to me directly but I think we we did chat about it after it went out because it just it just, yeah, it, it it's unsettling <laughs> to see it after all these years. i mean, even when I was speaking to him, he had his hat on, so it was okay. I didn't I didn't need to know, I didn't need to know what was under there. But yeah, to see Scotty Swift without the spikes, it was. I think it's just kind it's just he's keeping that pool of gel because, if I remember rightly, it's now discontinued, so he's you can only use it on show days. Can't just use it for a, a promo, but. Yeah, it was it was very weird. So we've got Scotty Swift, Mister P, two absolute charismatic uh, enigmas, car- uh, absolute car- charisma, and then you got Young Evan Young, <laughs> Young Evan Young, who I've not seen him wrestle. I've not seen him do anything. He looks he looks awfully like a best young wrestler, just even younger. Uh, just so hopefully, if he wrestles anything like like that, then he could be on to a winner. Uh, coming up against William Sterling and Blue Thunder, of course, two big names in WrestleZone of this core group, uh, very important to their history, and inspirational Ryan Riley. Bit of a weird match up with Ryan in there, but as we're seeing, the foundation of the future is just dotted about this show, all over the place. Uh, yeah. also well, any, any thoughts on that particular match? Uh, anything that, that anything you want to see? Anything that we could see?
1: Well, there's a few things I'm excited for. Um, Funnily enough, this is my first time seeing uh, Ryan Reilly live. Um, I've never seen him in person, um, just the way it's been. I've not been to shows up north for for a while, so I'm excited to see him in in person. Um, Obviously, everyone's excited to see um, Evan Young for the first time because, you know, it's... uh, it's something new. It's, it's something we've not seen before. So interesting to see how he gets on. Uh, again, he's in the perfect you know situation. You know, you've got Scotty, Mister P, you know, Sterling and, and Thunder, like You know, experienced guys. He'll, he'll be he'll be absolutely fine. Um, but excited to see him um, mix it up in there. Uh, and again, even you know, without the the new guys, just seeing Scotty Swift again, and even better. Kaylee seen Scottie Swift for the first time. Oh,
0: of course, because you didn't go to the Granite City uh, Fight Club.
1: Technically, <laughs> technically, she's seen him at the Square Goal, the only year he was in the Square Goal, whatever year that was. Um, but she didn't know who he was. Just like almost everyone apart from me and Mark in the Barrowlands.
0: Have you got his front row ticket? No. Um, because
1: I did say if he wants me to buy one, let me know. But he, did, he didn't he didn't say anything, so you know, it's, I mean, it's I think
0: I, th- I think he might be able to comp one, maybe. Uh, possibly, you know, just <laughs> I, I'll uh, we'll will we'll budge up a little bit either side so you can have a seat mid mid match. I'm sure i will yeah. uh i will sort Have you got a sign for him at all? Have you have you actually prepared any signs?
1: I mean, I, I might. You never know. There's still plenty of time. Yeah, you
0: know? that's what I'll do on the bus. Just like, I'd get the the old felt tips out. Uh just like Scott, I was like, Scotty, sit here, and I realise it's just going to point down on you, which is going to give a very mixed message. <laughs> <laughs> like Scotty will probably be like, oh, it's good to see you, but now you've weirded me out now already. I'm just going to just do the rest of the circuit to the exact two minutes of the song in the, of uh, Sinister Rouge. By bad religion, and I'll be in the ring, and I'm just not going to make eye contact with you for the rest of the evening. Because, yeah, just a bit weird. I was going to wear my Scotty t-shirt to the to, on this and to the show, but it was weird that they put up the t-shirt, and I was so excited to get it, but they only had antique orange as the color. Oh, I know, okay. I know, right? That real that. And I saw the picture of it. Obviously, they put the red one up. And I thought, oh, cool. I must just be. That's what they call antique orange It must be red, but no, it's arrived and it's it's orange. So it's it's a very Dundonian, which is You're like against, taz against everything. <laughs> taz. Yeah, yeah. If I get a tan, I probably look a bit more like taz because I'm a bit pudgy. But uh, yeah, so I was going to wear that one, but I think I'm just going I'm just going to go for a Caleb Valhalla. I was going to wear this one, but it's it's been washed that many times. It's less red and more pink now. <laughs> which is an absolute shame. And it just looks like it just says wrestle. So it's for anyone that hasn't figured that out. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. A lot of experienced names. Uh, so that's why I think it's going to be the opener, just because there's plenty plenty of people that you know, and you've got the young guy, Evan. The young guys that they had recently that I, I've seen, they've, they've been not bad. But uh, Mauler Murphy was the last one that I saw come through. And bar his pleather gear, because he had like pleather trousers. Um, if he changed them, I think he would be all right. I don't, not many people could pull off the old pleather trouser look.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it's a brave it's a brave look to go with. I guess. It's
0: like when Crusher did it for a bit when he when he returned and was in Sterling Oil, and it just it just no, just didn't look right. Just get the old get the old Crusher singlet on, just. Kevin Nash can pull off pleather trousers. I think that's about it. Do you
1: remember there was that guy in ICW who wore like the the, the pleather trousers?
0: Me, Big Sexy Flexy. Big Sexy Flexy, that's the one. <laughs>
1: that's the one. Uh, that's what I was thinking of. See, when you mentioned the trousers, I was like, oh, yeah.
0: Uh, what happened to Flex? He was... He, <sighs> I mean, he looked very old, so I don't know if he he just retired after, I don't know, three months because <laughs> he hit pension age, who knows but yeah, it, it did look like a ve- uh, a very old uh, Kevin Nash, black guy maybe I'll get him on the podcast, might not if he listens to this, yeah. I just called him old I um, call retirement home nearby anyway, so we've got that six man tag and then next match that was announced or at least I've got on this list here is a lumberjack match so we've got, which could again, could open the show because it gets everyone out there to start off with and it's uh for those that are fans of wrestle zone we'll know this is quite a heated rivalry and and they'll be able to just get into it so we've got sean johnson against brian tucker with len ironside as special guest referee and like i said lumberjack match so i'll have everyone from from sisto to malice if unless he dies in the in the pre-show again good um it's been, it's, been such, it's been a bit stop-start because of reasons, because uh, of COVID and what have you. So last time we left off with this was uh, Sean Johnson and Brian Tucker reunited as the Granite City Hotshots. And I think before the match even began, Brian Tucker kicked the crap out of Sean Johnson. And there we go. That's it. That's, much, that's that's where we are. So they've had this rivalry for years now, since the first you were at you were at the you were because it was um, Christmas. Chaos comes early when the original turn happened with McFoley yep. at the show. Uh, so that was when Sean Johnson uh, turned on Brian Tucker and joined Sterling Oil. Um, which what a moment that was. Yeah, that's
1: that's up there. I think it's funny. See when you talk about big moments, I feel like Sterling Oil have been involved in a lot for them, whether it be people joining, leaving, whatever.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, that, that one I remember because, well, for two reasons. One, someone, two people won half, two halves of a of a table, um, <laughs> which made me laugh because I, I watched them win it. And I don't know if I saw the, because like, I think they had a belt as well in the raffle, which is what everyone would have wanted to get. And uh, I on two halves of this this table, and I could see the light die from the, the people with one's eyes. when I was like, ah, that's cool. And then they pick it up, and it's it's literally half a table. And I'm just sitting there going, I so hope you have a car. Because I'm not walking, I wouldn't walk home with that. I wouldn't wouldn't take it on the bus. (laughs) Can
1: you imagine the questions? Oh, what's that? Oh, yeah, it's just half a table.
0: Half a table. It's signed by (laughs) McFoley.
1: Yeah. uh, Wrestling raffles are always fun, aren't they? Uh, A promotion that I will never name again um, once gave a raffle prize, which was a caravan holiday.
0: That is amazing. Which is hilarious.
1: I imagine when a raffle, by the way, you've won a, you've won a week's caravan holiday.
0: I, I was I was thinking like meat raffles. Like, come <laughs> to wrestling, come home with ham.
1: <laughs> I like it. Do you know my favourite thing about that show, by the way? The uh, Christmas Chaos Marley, right? So it was in the Beach Laser Centre, which sells rollover hot dogs, right? For me, rollover hot dogs overpriced, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the night, they had loads of leftover ones. They were selling for 50p. Brilliant. I was grabbing loads of hot dogs on the way out. Fantastic.
0: I just remember that I Remember that one outside of the wrestling bit. was. was uh, the first time I'd queue jumped because I had uh, turned up. Well, before we left Elgin, so it's about an hour and a half up the road for those who are unaware, uh, to get to the, the Beach Leisure Centre. And before we left, my wife, my girlfriend at the time, uh, Kelly, she, she went, have you got my jacket? And I went, No. Why would, I, why would I have her? Why would I have her jacket? And so we got in the car, drove all the way there. I had a nice hoodie on. I was quite cosy. We got there and she went, right, you just get my jacket from the back of the car. Went, take your jacket. Why, why would you have a jacket? Went, no, I asked you. And you said, yeah. I went, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. So because I'm a very nice person, she stood in the queue in in November with my hoodie on. As I stood there, sat there with a t-shirt on, just freezing my tits off. So as soon as I saw you guys up at the front, I was "Oh, we're just gonna just hang a boot up there and wait for the doors to open because I am frozen now. Uh, if I,
1: if I remember correctly, it was also raining, um, which made it even worse because I had got a new grado top which was the the white one was like the navy sleeves the baseball top type of style and it had it's yourself written across it and i got so wet i had to go and buy a new top um but um i can't remember what top it was but i got a new top so i can't complain uh
0: and i i remember what t-shirt i got to to, to cover myself up to keep me warm it was the first aspen Faith uh hippie skull t-shirt um, which ended up being a Christmas present. So I got to wear it for that show and then I had to hand it back because I did not buy it. It was Kelly who bought it. So it got taken away from me and I had to wait a, a month to get it back as as a present from her granny. So literally, Christmas did come early. It did come early. I was, I was well chuffed because that t-shirt, I've had it for, well, was it 2015 that show was? So I've had it for, for just under five years now um, no, I'm just under six years now, and I have gone quite a bit far since I bought that T-shirt, and it still fits like a dream.
1: Yeah, I've I noticed that with, with that top actually. It it's magic in that in that way.
0: So wrestlers, if you want to get a T-shirt, do it on Gildan Soft. Yep, because they just they just fit. I don't get, I don't understand how, but I say six years. I've I've went from about 16 stone to to just 19. And it still fits wonderfully. So there, there we go. If, if, if you want any tips for this podcast, if you come away with anything, is uh, wrestlers should should do all their t-shirts on Gildan Soft. Yep. So <laughs> we haven't really spoken about the match. <laughs> we kind of, no, we, kind of just, we haven't. <laughs> no. So yeah, big rivalry. Um, from what I remember from this this big rivalry was one point Sean Johnson threatened Brian Tucker with a bottle in the Northern Hotel. I was there for that. Uh, that was. An interesting turn of events uh, So, and we've got Len Ironside as the guest referee Len of course has had many a, a moment in WrestleZone including a, a fantastic match even though the outside events were a bit weird with uh, Aspen Faith in a World of Sport match which... That was a,
1: a, a great match even if it was the day that cheese sandwiches were invented <laughs>
0: Uh, again, I'm just going to start referencing it. <laughs> go, go listen to the Aspen Faith podcast, or, and or the one with Mickey Vago as well in Aspen, because that is a story that, oh, it's got to be heard to be believed, because it's just insane. And the fact that that I, I, I can go back and watch that match, knowing that uh, someone had a knife in their boot as well. <laughs> just going, this is this is a match that seemed nice and and good and all that, and then. When you start hearing the old details around about it, you think, "Oh my god, how did this match actually happen so well?" Because it shouldn't have <laughs> it shouldn't have happened. Another sandwich. That was a cheese sandwich. <laughs> that was a but... cheese sandwich. Since it's just uh, it blow, blows my mind. That it was only invented in, in, in uh, well, that would have been twenty fifteen as well. I think started twenty fifteen. Cheese
1: between bread. <laughs>
0: What's next? Geez, hopefully it was white bread because I think if you saw brown bread, we would have been, been there. <laughs> I think we would have had a, a heart attack. Uh, anyway, anyway, it's not it's not Len. Should disclaimer that it's not Len that said these things. Yeah, but Len. the goalless player podcasts.
1: Yeah, Len is the loveliest man in the world.
0: He is. He, he seems to. I don't know if he recognised me because I seem like, like I saw him at W3L shows because he had a, had a trainee they that he, that he uh, kept tabs on. And he always seemed like he knew who you were, but I don't know if he was just doing it to be polite.
1: That's um, the politician there. That's the that's politician it. right there.
0: That's it, because he was like, oh, how are you doing? But he never said my name. So I was like, you're just being polite to me, but that's fine line because I, I don't want to speak any longer than I have to in general. So just, that's okay. We'll just say hello and I'll move on. Um, there was this time in, the, in Bishop Mill, he was watching his, his steed who was, who's training, and but he was watching it from like behind a window and all I could see... The window was here, and I, every so often I'd just see him just going. <laughs> I was trying to enjoy the match. I was enjoying it, but every so often I could just see it. Corner of my eye was just him, just poking his head over this this uh, wee wee bit through a window, just peeking over like uh, and shifting his eyes like the was it the suspicious looking dog in, in the Simpsons, you know, and it yeah. zooms in and it sees the eyes just move. Um, the, the old Nia Jacks look, you know, with the with the eyes. But uh, yeah, so Len's gonna be there at Lumberjack Match. Something will happen. It's not in hotel. There's, we'll end up uh, up by the bar, everywhere, and someone will get slammed on the floor. That's, that's gonna be about it. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, it's gonna be fun. Next one, Halloween Brawl, which again is another one that we're all excited for because there's going to be weapons employed but the rules are that it has to be Halloween weapons um, so someone's getting a pumpkin thrown somewhere
1: Oh, well, and need to bring a wee, uh, wee waterproof then
0: uh, I mean you to have to do that anyway because kill of is going to be there and you uh, going to need a waterproof for all the ladies that are going to be ringside <laughs> <laughs> uh, filth. Uh, so we've got Keel of Valhalla, Zach Dynamite and Mickey Vago uh, triple threat, of course, Mickey Vago being, uh, I mean, a podcast extraordinaire now, uh, not just a wrestler, he he can, the parent uh, biker who doesn't bike, uh, so we've got Mickey Vago, podcast extraordinaire, Zach Dynamite, the Foundation of the Future, who who was my, I don't know about yours, but he was my odds-on favourite to win the Rumble when it was supposed to happen and it didn't happen, and of course, Caleb, who is a god.
1: God amongst men.
0: It's, it is. It's ever since I, saw, I first clapped eyes on him, throwing William Sterling about like a, like he was a child you know, of 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 being enamoured by by old Caleb. Uh, so these, I mean, Caleb, you've, we've never seen him wrestle then. Cause... I have
1: never seen him wrestle. Um, I've seen him do like ring crew and stuff like that, um, and security and all that. And we just used to refer to him as Triple H. Um, but I've never seen him wrestle. I've always seen him wrestle. I've seen videos and stuff like that, but I've
0: never being show with one. And he's coming back to the scene of the crime after he killed Malice. So it's it's I'll be watching uh I don't think Vago, who who famously now through his podcast, tries to get out of most things. I don't think he'll be the one that's gonna be uh volunteering to go over the ropes with uh with Caleb. Nah,
1: he'll be, he'll be
0: politicking for a, a win here. And they've got Zach Dynamite of course, who yeah, I think he's probably gonna be the next guy in WrestleZone. Um, he seems to be. He's got a wee team around him. He's got the the foundation of the future, uh, Ryan Riley and, and Bruiser Brad Evans, and uh, he's going to be the one to watch. But Caleb's making his way around town. He's he's making his debuts all over the place. He's got a good look. Uh, again, you haven't seen him wrestle other than than clips and killing people. But uh, it's it's going to be a bit. It's going to be. A bit, it's a bit of a weird dynamic because it's all very different styles. Yeah, okay. th-
1: this was my thought. Sort of looking um, at the the show in general. Like, it was. I feel like there's there's obviously reasons for certain things, but it's like it's a bit strange to see. Like, that we'll get it onto later. But Archer's in a singles match, but then Mickey's in a singles match, and you know, like you said, the um, dynamite and. Brad and um, Riley have all kind of been split up in different matches and stuff. So it's it's a bit of a strange um sort of way it's been put together. I don't know if that's just the, the way it's had to fall into place. But yeah, it's 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 gonna make some interesting dynamics, I think, because this match especially, you know, if we were if we were to you know predicted what the card was gonna be, we would have never put this match on. Like we would have never thought they were to put these guys um together. So yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Um the one thing I'm really looking forward to um, with this match is uh, we obviously spoke earlier about Kaylee not necessarily knowing a lot about WrestleZone, right? She is a massive Mickey Vagel fan. Right? And this is the strangest thing ever. And you're going to get yourself more heat with him for saying really like that. Um, <laughs> massive Mickey vago mark, right? So, I started watching like the podcast, right? So, Normally, we sort of, like, I'll put podcasts on at night if we're sort of going to sleep or whatever, just so there's background noise, right? So normally, Bruce Pritchard, whatever. Um, and then when Mickey started putting his eyes, I was like, right, right, let's start watching these. And it got to the stage she was like, no, we can't listen to that as background noise. I need to actually sit and watch that. So we'll sit in the living room, big telly on, and watch Mickey's Mosh Pit on there. We'll sing the theme tune, you know, we'll sit there. It's like, as if we're getting ready to watch EastEnders or something. Mickey's Mosh Pit. Um, so she's very excited to see Mickey. So I, I, fair enough, it's, it's a it's an interesting one. I never thought she'd like Huba go. did not really think that was her thing, but there we go.
0: It's like it's not even due to it's not a wrestling thing. it's just because she really <laughs> likes the podcast. yeah and I, I like Mickey, although Mickey has brought up several times I, I just kind of forget about the rejected when I when I write things and, and spoke about things and but yeah,' he's it, it's, it's really. I, mean, I don't know how he's going to be in re- wrestling, um, but he's really built after a little bit of a following, like like yourselves are watching on the big telly. Um, I watch it when I'm at work. I've got a, like a little stand that goes next to my my uh, computer here, and I just watch it the next day because they are a fair. They're, they're three hours long-ish. Um, mine was I think mine was one of the shortest, and that was just because I I got I got drunk off two beers and then started <laughs> shooting on everyone. I thought that's probably I should probably not. No, I'd probably not be on much longer because I was just I didn't care. I was uh two coronas and I was anyone's. <laughs>
1: do, the, do the funniest thing, right? Is the other day, um the last heavy metal mixer. Um I don't know how, but I would watched it, right? and Kayleigh hadn't. And the other night she was like, Oh, did we ever watch the the like big like joint one they did? And I was like, oh the the mixer one she's like, Yeah, and I was like, I think we did. I remember watching it. And in terms, of, I'd watched her on my own, um, and she was not happy. Um So I got an earful for having watched Mickey's put without her. So that's how much we're talking here. Uh, so I'm talking Road Warrior Pop when he comes out, let me tell you. Is
0: that the one where Johnny Lyons went to bed? Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. John, that when I... Well, I'd, I'd spoken to before that one went out. and No, I spoke to him the day of that came out. And so I only saw heard the first uh, twenty minutes of it, and Johnny was just on fire. And then I spoke to him for two hours, and then Johnny, I just I just let Johnny be Johnny.
1: I will say um, that's another favourite of Kayleigh's, um is uh, Scottish dos rants and reviews. That's on the big telly overnight night.
0: Love it! I, I love it. It's a shame that John. Oh man! Imagine I mean he's not going to come back for for a match with Lord Mister Malice. He might. That would be amazing. But uh, we need we need we need authority figure Johnny Lyons. That's what we oh, need. Oh
1: yes, because he, clearly he likes to lay down the law. He does. Although Huge. most of his most of his wrestling stories about laying down the law seem to end up with him kicking someone in the head. So maybe that is not the best.
0: <laughs> it really does because was a couple. of listened. To, I was like, going. It always ended the same. Yeah, it was. So you know, I kicked him in the head, and then. <laughs> All right, okay, okay, Johnny. Just I don't like calling him Stew because I've just known him as Johnny for God knows how long, He it, it seems so foreign to call him Stew. Oh,
1: uh, not in our household, he's known as uh, Scotch Stew.
0: Is is I still agree with his uh, his perception of of cinema etiquette. I'm absolutely on board with all of that.
1: Also, right, I'm going to say this, right? And um, if Mark's watching this, he's not going to probably like this um, because I don't know why he gets offended by this, right? But I don't, you might see it on Saturday, right? When you see Mark, right? But the more I watch Scottish Stew, right? I think they're distant relatives somehow. And honestly, like, see, when I say that, you'll think that doesn't make any sense. Look at Mark, look at Scottish Stew. They could be they
0: could be brothers. I, 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 there's no further comment I can make about that. But now, I haven't seen Mark since, I think, last time I went to see WrestleZone. So that'll be now the first thing I'll, I'll notice as soon as I see him. I'll be like, ah. Don't worry, he'll be there with his, uh,
1: his shorts and his cut-up T-shirt. Looks is more he, like a wrestler than half-wrestlers.
0: <laughs> oh, uh, 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 is he coming full deathmatch? I'd imagine so yeah that's fine I'll, I'll be i'll be in the shorts as well because now i'm because as i mentioned in other places i'm now fat lad wear so i just wear shorts now i would um, highly
1: recommend a uh, chocolate shorts i'm currently wearing them right now very comfy um and suitable to the fat
0: lads. uh I, i'm uh, more of a florence and fred kind of guy okay uh maybe a bit of george if i feel so so inclined well, I, and feeling that primark
1: honestly treat yourself next time as a sale on chocolate get yourself some shorts
0: let's get their plug in uh, are, are you are you t- have you got a discount code i wish <laughs> who knows maybe we'll tag we'll t- I'll tag them in it. are you tag them in it when this goes out and we'll let's talk let's talk uh, <laughs> we'll get a, get a sponsorship deal going there go. uh, it, it, you, you can you can uh, plug your wear to the dozens and dozens that listen to uh anything that we do anything here in the swn Uh, at the SWN. I've listened too much to Bret Hart and he's the WCW recently that's got the SWN. Uh, So yeah, that's going to be weird. Halloween brawl, like I say, pumpkins are going to be flying. Uh, Broomstick probably somewhere in there. I I,
1: I hope, I really hope that um, Zach ends up with like a pumpkin on his head. Like a massive pumpkin on his head, that'd be funny. Um, Don't know how easy it would be to get pumpkins this time of year actually. Cause it's quite early, isn't it? It's quite early in the, the Halloween run. I've not been to the supermarket recently. I don't know how much they're they're stocking up on the old pumpkins. But...
0: I I couldn't honestly tell you because I I don't I, I don't like pumpkin in general. And if you if you get a pumpkin, you kind of have to use the insides. Like you're not going to just buy a pumpkin, stuff it, and then just there you go, stuff it, empty it. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then put it out. See, I don't know anything about pumpkins. Do even know what you do with them? Yeah, you're putting <laughs> stuff in them. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I know. I've definitely doing it wrong. Uh, that's It's not a melon. Uh so got, I'm hoping Caleb comes out in, in Thor gear. I hope he just he invests in a little rubber yon year and just uh just comes out smacking folk with him with it. I'll be take that with me. I'll I hope <laughs> he comes out like dressed as triple H. Imagine yeah. that. Time to play the game. Uh, a bike shorts triple H. Get the old uh, Lemmy uh, mustache going. That has to be Oh, they, oh I mean Vegos not gonna like that. Being the old uh, Motorhead, Mark. that's a good point. That's a good oh, point. That could be beef. That could be a uh, big, big beefy men slapping me. We could have uh, Viggo. <laughs> you have Vago and Valhalla just uh, batting each other over the the over motorhead.
1: Uh, you got me there with a the big, with big beefy man slapping me. <laughs> uh.
0: That's, that's that's what I aim, I aim for. I aim for the pops. Even if we just make ourselves laugh. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't think of anything else. I mean, trick-or-treat buckets or someone's going to get sweets thrown at them like a panto. It'll be something. It'll be good fun. It'll be a good yeah, laugh. That'll probably be a first half main so they can clear up all this stuff. It's a good shout. That's a good
1: shout. A yeah. Good shout. Um, but yeah, I don't, like, like you were saying, I think yeah, big things for Dynamite going forward. I think... I can imagine. I can see him being WrestleZone champ in the next couple of
0: years. Yeah, I mean Adam put out a big, big uh, fantasy book of of like the destruct, the like implosion of foundation of future, and he's a good writer as Adam because I was reading it going, "Yeah, I could probably see all that happening." It won't because we're always wrong every time when it comes to WrestleZone predictions. Even if, even if I do did believe that Kurt Angle was coming to the Beach Ballroom. But, yeah, it's, it's it's interesting theory and it could happen. Never know. You could, could see Bruiser Brad with the title at the end of the night. But we're not at that match yet. We're at the tag team titles next. Crusher, Crabe and the now renamed Conor Malloy, who has changed his name, I couldn't say, Conor Ingles, to a name I can't really say either to Conor Malloy. So we've got them, tag team champions against Omar Muhammad, not Umar, uh, Ted, and Ted O'Keefe. Again, it's a bit of a mismatch. It's a bit weird that we're, we're getting this because no Dino. Uh, he's probably telling a story somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah. Any thoughts on this? Because you, you wouldn't have seen Connor either. Because um, nope. Connor made his debut. It was I think it was like a, an Inveruri show, an, an open challenge by Crusher. They had a big thing. And then they became pals and bonded over the love of Christmas. I don't, and... even,
1: I don't even know if I've seen
0: Ted. I not have.
1: I've seen, I've seen him. I don't know if I've seen him wrestle.
0: I think when when Dino made his debut, it was a it was a pre show rumble. It was the one where the Kings of Catch, uh, came together in. Oh, I wasn't there, so right there. Yeah, I've I've <laughs> not seen him. So yeah, so I it was. I Dino made his debut, and Ted was uh, either with them or not far behind uh, in terms of of debuting as well. So yeah, so this match you'll be looking at going. You've only seen Crusher. You may have seen Omar, but probably just seen Crusher Crabe. Yeah, uh, bald Crusher Crepe. So last time people would have seen him wrestle, he would have had long, luscious hair, and he's he's kept he's kept it bald. So you know, it's a good look. Uh, it's easier to upkeep, I suppose. You're you're we're actually a before and after of Crusher. If anyone's watching the video feed of this, because uh, of course you were you were pre a head shave, and this is what he looks like now uh, on this side of the screen. So, yeah, it's it's, it's a bit a weird one, because it's... Like you are saying, if you if you were given the chance to put together the show, uh, the first show back, you'd probably have Sean versus Brian, uh, because that was the pre-existing story before everything went down. But this is a bit of a random thing, that they've got uh, Omar yeah. and, and Ted teaming up for the titles. Uh, there's not an awful lot we can say about it, is there? Because <laughs> it seems to be randomly put together.
1: I mean yeah, it's it's a bit strange. Um the one point I will make and it still makes me laugh, right? Is um so I don't know how up to speed you were on like Ring of Honor recently, right? But like see like start of this year, um they had a, like, a big faction with um, like, what's his name, Dragonly, and all that sort of stuff, right? But La Bestia um, is the dad, like the legit dad of um, a couple of guys are Dragonly and whatever his name is, I can't remember his name, um, the other guy, Rush, 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 whatever his name is. Um, so he's their dad, right? But they tag team together. This is what the Crusher and Connor is the Scottish version of that. It's just a wee boy in his dad. That's all it is. And it's really funny. And um, I've not spoken about this with Ailey, right? But I guarantee that's the first thing she says when we watch this match, is that it's the wee boy and his dad, especially now that Crusher's shaved his hair.
0: Yeah, that's probably it. I mean, I will find out, oconnor well, has got an excellent taste in music. We found that out recently. Uh, but it's it weird to find that Connor only lives like, bed in Forest, And I was like, oh my God, this is actually a guy that stays 15 minutes up the road from it. I still haven't had him on the podcast which is shocking. It's Invite them round.
1: Invite them round for tea.
0: I know, I've always thought, I've, it, it's weird, my little office here has also got the the washing right here. It's got the wash, the laundry area. I've always thought, oh, I'll get people over if they're locally. I'll get like a Mayhem Brooks because there's his own bride. It says Elgin, but it's on bride. Um, I'll get them in. I thought, what am I going to do? Invite them into my little room here. <laughs> Come into my little room and we can speak about wrestling for a bit. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe don't do that. Yeah, you no. last.
0: I'm really gonna have to. Oh, Christ, it, It's getting bigger uh, after last year, but <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it's it's such a weird thing. I, I can't really. I, I feel weird doing in studio in studio stuff. By, by just going come into my room, and we'll chat about wrestling and stuff and about men in their pants grappling. What you, what you
1: really need to do, right? And uh, this is an idea, that I probably shouldn't be put in public, right? Go for a drive with him. Get them in the car. Set up a wee GoPro. Have we chat while drive? Carpool karaoke, but wrestling. Brilliant.
0: That could work. I think. Uh, I think Jason Reed tried to do that before the world ended, and he wasn't allowed to have anyone in his car. I uh, don't because, because because of social distancing. I should clarify. It's not because of any other reason. Because social distancing could have had anyone in his car. Uh, so yeah, maybe I don't know where we would drive to. We'd end yeah. up just like speaking away, and then we'd stop and go. I don't know where we are. It's, it's, there's a lot of cars here. Oh, there's a lot of people. It's a dogging place. Let's go, <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe we'll put that, I'll put that idea in the future and, and, and float it about uh, and we'll, we'll see what happens. But yeah, the tag team match, it's going to be a bit disjointed, a bit odd, but it's cool to see Omar up because I've never seen him wrestle, although I spoke to him. First guest on the podcast and everything. He was the, the guinea pig uh, for the whole whole thing and it's still going whether people listen to it or not. Um so it's gonna be good. I have I've heard Omar is now based actually up in Aberdeen, so he's probably gonna be in WrestleZone quite a bit nice. going forward. So it'll be an interesting introduction and I think his character, the big Asian sensation, like megastar in his own, in his mind kind of thing. I think WrestleZone will probably the Crowd will like that. They'll they'll dig it. Yeah. Because it's it's a bit cheesy.
1: That's that's the sort of thing to like up
0: here aren't that. They do. They, they love a bit of cheese, even if some of them smell like it. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's another thing I've not thought about.
1: Oh, no. We, we can't be mixing Kayleigh with the general public at WrestleZone. Oh, no.
0: The crowd is very nice and very loud and very passionate. Some of them smell. But, I mean, they usually, usually go in different... You know where they sit, pretty much. They sit, still sit in the same place as they do when you went, four years ago, I'm sure. To be fair, though, that's all wrestling shows. right?
1: That's all wrestling
0: shows. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll guarantee that if you go, you'll be taking the bus up or what have you, but I guarantee when I go past Norton Hotel at 12 o'clock that afternoon, they'll be there. They'll be there, waiting. They'll be queuing. They'll be waiting to get their picture with uh, Crusher Crabe for the 20th time. And uh, I'll point at them and go, there they are, good to see them. But, uh, oh, seeing some of the fans again! I'm actually really excited to see Jonathan.
1: Oh, I can't wait to see Jonathan. Absolute legend.
0: I, I think really wonder... needs a Jonathan experience.
1: I think so. I think so. Yeah, um, oh, I just love right how much everyone up in Aberdeen, like all oh, the wrestlers, one out. like lot well, just love wrestling. Like it's, it's just it's so fun. Whereas like, see when you go to certain shows and other places in the central belt, everyone thinks they know everything, and oh, everyone's, fans have got gimmicks and all this, you know, like, what are you doing? Oh, we stand here, because oh, we, we're we on camera, just leave, leave, go away! Whereas WrestleZone, everyone loves it, everyone, you know, enjoys it, even if they do get overexcited and join in with entrances. It's it's fun! It's fun!
0: That's it, that's, that's the best thing about going to WrestleZone in general, is it's two hours of just you could come out of it and go, that was a really fun wrestling show. Or you'll come out of it going, did you see what that guy did? He loves it. And it's not even like a mocking thing. You're not laughing at them. You're just going, that guy loves coming to the show. And I could see that he loves going to the show. And uh, Jonathan being one, just one of many wonderful uh, characters that you'll see at a zone show. And um, for those that are unaware, he, he likes to know the real names of wrestlers. And, uh, and I've said this on, I think I said this on podcast with you. I've said that to, your, to other podcasts, but he doesn't play the game with my wife anymore because she called what, he said a real name and she went, oh, so-and-so. And that was the game spoiled because she knew one of the wrestler's real names. Because uh, that Car Journey, she made she made me tell her a bunch of them. So she had them in her head and now Jonathan won't, won't speak to her. So, so uh, don't calculate any real names of any wrestler in WrestleZone because she needs to have the Johnson experience. I
1: mean, she won't even know the
0: the the it's wrestling like name. names. Either.
1: Yeah, she's not gonna like gimmick names.
0: Like, oh, the, Damien. Damien the, who? Damien I, what? What is last da, name? Damien Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that was a thing. I don't know, yeah. What, um, yeah. So tag team match. We don't have a lot to say about it because. It's a bit bit thrown together, but I'm sure it'll be a good there'll be a good fun story with it. Um, hopefully, Omar he did he did threaten on on Twitter to get Ted a jacket, so I'm actually I'm really excited to see a jacket because you know it's going to be sp- uh, spangly and flamboyant and Ted is all in black and his old peaky blinders and all that kind of stuff and it's gonna it's, it's gonna be a bit of fun. But it's good to see Crusher again and Omar's really skinny and light, so Crusher can will throw him and you know. It's always fun to
1: see. It is like um there's been some sort of argument between like kids and he's like, I'm gonna get my dad on you. <laughs> and Crusher's like Rrr.
0: No, he's just gonna come up that- and just grab everyone by the scruff of their necks and just uh just throw them out.
1: That's all you're gonna see now. That's all you're gonna see. Yeah, uh,
0: you you may you may have ruined Crusher Crave and Connor as a team for me, <laughs> but we'll soon see. Um Tri-Counties Championship match. We're in the penultimate match of this of this preview. We've went a little bit longer than I thought we would, but we've still got two matches left. We're still going to have to speak about them. Uh, we've got Alan Sterling. Sorry. I mean, Adam's written down Alan Sterling here, but it's Captain. Captain Alan Sterling defends the Tri-Counties Championship against Chris Archer. Uh, again, bit of, an, bit of an odd matchup for a first show back, but Chris, is, Chris Archer is probably one of the he's really good even yep. though he's, his knees and his back are done in terms of anything uh, but he's, he's got one of the best elbow drops in the business in my opinion he can pull out like, a cracking moonsault which seems impossible because his back shouldn't shouldn't be able to bend that way when you see him walking but uh, it's going to be a bit interesting so uh, last time you saw Alan then it was four years ago was he still Lord Alan at that point or was he serious Alan?
1: well the last show was Anarchy 17 so
0: uh, I think is that when they returned at the end of the show Sterling Oil came back it might it was
1: the main event was Johnson and Swift
0: yes I think no no because uh, he joined so the year before is when Sterling Oil came back then wouldn't it yeah yeah that makes sense so he would have been oh, he would have been that, that was
1: well. yeah, that was um the Richard R. Russell hair match that year. That was, right. That's so yeah, that's what they were doing, yeah. So I've I've not seen Captain Al.
0: Not seen Captain Al. Uh, well I, I don't think I've actually I have seen Captain Al because uh, he, he had like he had a, a um Loser Eat Soap match with, with Andy Wild He broke Grado's streak at Aberdeen Anarchy. Uh, which was shock shocked everyone. because um, it was it's Grado. He wouldn't think Grado would lose at Aberdy Anarchy, but no, he, he looked up the lights to to Captain Allen and he's got a wonderful t shirt, uh which I, f- I hope they're on sale when we we get there. sale. <laughs> uh, of his face and his face and his face just all over it. Um Allen is probably one of the most underrated wrestlers in the country, I would easily say. Yeah. Would you would, would you would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, I'd say that. Like, I mean in terms of everything, like he's he's good in ring, he's excellent when it comes to you know entertainment value. Um he looks like a star. Like it's funny, he does like all this comedy stuff, but like he could be like you know, the top face of a promotion. Um, you know, he's he's, he's got the, the sort of full package. So yeah, I think he's definitely underrated. I, I think most of wrestlers are underrated, but yeah, he's definitely one that, you know, he's never really had that big kind of singles run necessarily when um, in zone is like a serious kind of, you know, prospect. I mean, obviously now he's the champion and all that sort of stuff, but he's still this like comedy, you know, Captain Allen. But yeah, he could easily be a viable, you know, on heavyweight champion
0: easily. I would absolutely agree. And it, we did see bits of his serious run when, when Sterling Earl did come back and he was just vicious. And it's really uh, like, even like, in comparison to everything else, a really great character you just went to and just demolished people. And then that was it. Uh, and then of course you had mixed Marshall Allen, which is my favorite Allen. I don't care what anyone else says. Yep, It's, it's mixed Marshall Allen is the best one. Uh, yeah. So it, Alan Sterling, he should, yeah. If, if he wanted to, I'm I'm assuming there's a reason why he hasn't been booked elsewhere because he's so good. You think that he must just he's just happy what he's doing. Uh, but hopefully, I'll, I'll get him on the. I was supposed to have him on the podcast, and then things had to get rescheduled. So I'm hoping to get Captain Allen on at some point, whether uh, and get a maiden voyage on on the story of Captain Allen. I've got a funny feeling that Vagos pinched him off me for for the first chat. So potentially. Um, well, I'll watch it. I will love it. be. A, it would be an amazing episode.
1: Well, the captain is ready.
0: Uh, and, then we've, got, and we've got Archer again. So he's he's a, another another underrated one. Um, like just like say, there's not, not much more you can say about Archer uh, other than than. Uh, I mean, Kaylee's only experience of Archer would have been him getting drunk in a mixer.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't think
0: that's a good experience for anyone.
1: Uh, for the the first impression of Archer. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of things she might have seen. With it. Nah, she, she did. She's not seen Archer. She has seen William Starling's impression of Archer. Um, when they did the Harry Bakers.
0: Right. Okay. Fair, when fair they, enough.
1: Yeah. Mickey Vago. <laughs> uh, yeah so yeah I mean this match I think is going to be good I think it could arguably be match of the night um, in terms of you know just an actual good wrestling match because you know they're both really experienced guys they know what they're doing you know they're both really good so yeah and like you said Archer will always do something mental so yeah it'll be, a good, it'll be a good match and this is I can imagine this is why it's been put on as one of the few singles matches on here um, is that you know they can both go out and put on a good show regardless of whether it's been you know Two years since the last other match,
0: and and the thing with Archer as well, like like you're saying, putting together, going could be a good match. We've, we've already banged on about how bang, banged on how good uh, Alan Sterling is, just in general comedic com- 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 timing and what have you. But Archer's got this kind of face, and uh, I all I can I can't really describe it, but if you see his face, you know every emotion that he's got, and he's usually like because he's got the kind of buggy eyes. It's like a what. Oh, I want to say Gremlin, but I know that's wrong. Um, but you just you can just see every every emotion. It's just gonna be it's gonna be hilarious. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good good laugh. Um, when you you see concerned about Kaylee loving the the I mean, it's, it seems to be just as much as, as her on this podcast and anything else. But I'm just fascinated by her what she's gonna be like at this show. Um, so she would have seen guys like uh, Zack Dynamite being interviewed. Caleb, of course, Fago, her favorite wrestler. Um, huh. Crusher, Connor, who else? Archer, of course. Which I said wasn't a good experience. And the guys in in the six man tag, uh, Mr. Pease, who's like one of my favorite episodes because it's just so wholesome, and he was so nice. He's like, he's a teacher, and you can tell because he's just so. He's just even if he's telling a story, something wild's happening. He's it's always like it's like your uncle's telling you the story, and you're like, ah, oh, nice story. Um. So yeah, it's anyone anyone else that she's kind of. Pegged go pegged going, oh kinda of want to see see them a bit more, or is it just Vago, all Vago?
1: Um pretty much all Vego uh, she is a really big fan of Scotty Swift podcast Scotty Swift. She says that wrestling Scotty Swift is gonna to be too nice for her. She likes savage podcast, Scotty Swift. So if Scotty's listening to this, yeah, I know we're busy dinosaur and stuff, but if he's listening to this, right? If you want to do a show, you know, where you come out and just
0: start shooting on everyone. Kaylee, will love it. All right. I'm just saying. And as it's timely, not not Arn Anderson uh shooting. But oh yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> not, not Arn Anderson. You can keep the Glock at home.
0: Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would I would love just uh I think just do an over eighteen show again and just have Scotty just come out and rip everyone apart and then he doesn't even have to wrestle. He can keep it. he can keep his bump card clean that day and he can just just uh, just do a wee twenty. Well, I'll say we twenty minutes. Scotty, it's gonna be an <laughs> hour. Uh, just uh, demolishing people on the mic. They don't even have to be there. You know what? Scotty should do a wee spoken word tour. Yes. I'll host. I don't mind. I'll just I'll just uh, sit there and and be as like like when uh, yeah, you were there for, for the Lita show, weren't you? Where Scotty was was thrust into being the host for it. I'll just do that. I'll I'll just sit there and just. Hope I know enough information to ask questions. And Scott, you can just shoot on everyone and great <laughs> time. Sell tickets to that. Yeah, I'd, I'd, buy, I'd buy. front row. It could just be you. It could just be Scotty just shouting at you about uh, all all the people that are not good in the world. That sounds great. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. Then let's do that. That's it. All right, so we'll just pack up this podcast. We're just going to set out this. <laughs> uh, we've got one match though. So one match left. It's the big one. I think if, if it wasn't the first match, I think it actually was the first match announced, which is the, the title match. Undisputed WrestleZone champion, Damian, will defend against bruiser Brad Evans. Uh, no longer Bradley Evans. He's now massive and like built like a brick. You know what? He's huge. This... This is going to be fun. I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah.
1: No, I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. I mean, last time I saw uh, Brad Evans, he was a totally different guy. Um, I think one of the last times I saw him was one of his first matches in WrestleZone. Um, I remember his... It was, one the, it was one of the rumbles. and It was uh, him and Nathan North both debuted in the same rumble. And he's a totally different guy from then. Like He's just, like you said, he's got massive, um, his photos on Instagram are ridiculous. Uh, he's like double the guy he used to be. And, you know, from what I've seen, he looks solid in rings. So I'm really looking forward to this match. Um, I think, I've not read Adam's uh, theories on the old uh, um, breakup, but what, I noticed when I was doing a bit of research, was looking at you know the last few shows before COVID and all that stuff. I did notice that Brad won the match in Peterhead to get the 25th place in the Riga Rumble. Now, I'm not here to throw conspiracies out here, right? I don't know if this is what Adam's put, right? And if it is, then I'm just talking the same thing. I think he was going to win the Rumble. Mm. And and he, hear me out for this, right? Zach win the rum, rumble, cool, right? That's fine. But Brad winning the rumble, but still being Zach's underling, that is a much more dynamic story to tell. Much like Batista when he won the title and Triple H and that stuff. Right itself. Yeah. But now that I've said this on here, they will never do it because the people who book these shows. Will more than likely hear this, so um, yeah, that's a terrible idea. Don't do it. Worst thing ever.
0: Uh, well, I mean, I didn't spoil it then because you pretty much said that that he thinks Brad's going to win, and Dynamite's going to lose the Halloween Brawl, and this will start this rift between them uh, with it's, Ryan and the the same middle.
1: It's the same theory, and I think it it makes sense. Like, I think why else would Brad be in the main event and not Dynamite? Like, see if you were to look at this show, you'd think, right, first show back, who's going for the title? It should be Dynamite. Dynamite's the it makes sense. Um, so I think it was quite interesting. I think a lot of people were surprised when they announced this match. But, um, yeah, I think that aside, I think it's going to be a really, really good match. Um, I'm really, really looking forward to it, to be honest. Um, I think, yeah, Brad's grown as a wrestler and Damien's one of the best. He's again, we talk about underrated guys up,
0: up in Aberdeen. He's, he's one of the most underrated. Absolutely, I think if there's a match where well, there's going to be a title change, and uh, yeah, I'm a big fan, Damien, um, as well. I think this is the one that's most likely to be a title change, though, and like kick off this new, new era kind of thing of Wrestle Zone. Now we're back from the pandemic and what have you, and just have a massive, big change. Have one of the young guys become the champion? Um, I mean. I mean we've seen the pictures of, of, of Bradley Emmons and he's just humongous. Imagine a belt around that waist. And then you have got you can have cause he's bigger, we could have like big hoss matches with Crusher, um, uh, matches with, with Valhalla, um, even Vago, because vago's one of the bigger guys on the roster, height wise, uh, as well. Um, although according to his his own admission, probably width wise as well. But you could you could have like proper big dudes, I'm not going to do the big meaty men uh, quote again, but just big dudes smack each other in the main event. Um, so, I, I don't know what Damien would, I don't know where Damien would go afterwards if, if he lost, because he's, he's been holding down the fort as a champion for, well, now the longest reigning champion, by circumstance. Uh, but I could honestly see the show ending with, with Bradley with the belt, and then seeing where that story goes. And even if, if it's not the breakup of the foundation of the future. Um, I think, yeah, I think there's there's a good meaty story that you could get from Bradley winning.
1: Yeah, I think that's really where it, where it goes. And I don't know. I mean, is it too early to pull the trigger on that? Who knows? But yeah, I think there's, there's two ways to look at it. That's the, that's the taking a chance on a decent outcome. And then there's the safe option, getting your first run to your belt, making sure everything runs okay, and then go from there. And that's Damien Moran, you know. So Mm -hmm. it it could really go either way. I I think across the show, I think it's just this show feels to me like, let's get everyone out there. Let's have fun. Let's get the crowd going. You know, so whether they do something to that extent or not, I don't know. But I'd, I'd love it if they did. I feel like every time I go to like, a wrestler's on show and hype it up as if something big's going to happen. It's just you know a, a standard show. So uh, I'm going to pretend nothing's going to happen. It's going to be boring. You know nothing exciting will happen.
0: It's going to be safe. we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll buy a raffle ticket and never win. And then in the in the, in the uh, interval and we'll just come out going that was that was wrestling. That was a wrestling show. Nothing. We we we're not coming out going oh my god, so and so won. Uh, Valhalla killed someone again in the same venue that he killed Malice there's, there's not going to be a, a big story coming out of it I really wish
1: they hadn't have announced um, Malice and as we came in he was just lying in the same position he was <laughs> before they really missed a trick
0: there because that would have been hilarious that would have been absolutely amazing uh, or, or at least if, right, if, if, you, if you guys are watching this listen to this get an outline just put an outline of Malice's body ringside at the Northern, and it always has to be there at the Northern. Just like, no, it doesn't have to be a good outline. It could just be a very standard, like, like that chalk outline of malice. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go check the spot. I'm fairly certain there's going to be a dent. Uh, <laughs> well, there must be. Oh, it's just, it's, it's of all the moments in WrestleZone history, and I've seen so many good ones, uh, Damien turning on uh, Sterling Oil, um, of course, Aspen winning titles um, nothing quite compares to watching Mr Malice's body bounce off a wooden floor from from being thrown over the top rope it's just oh it's beautiful terrible but beautiful uh, anyway so so yeah that's, that's, that's of all the matches like I said we, we've kind of went through matches that you, th- you think maybe match of the night um, and ones that you're excited to see is there any particular one that you think uh, that's like like you say it's going to be match tonight. You think uh, Sterling Archer maybe? Is there anyone that that stands out? You going? Oh, this, this is going to be the match I need to see. This is the one I want to see. I mean, main event is really
1: the the big one, the the, on the speed title match. That's really the the one that as soon as that was announced, you know, it was first match announced, You look at that going, yeah, yeah, that's going to be good. Uh, so yeah, I think that's really the the big one. I think the whole card looks good. To be fair, and. To, to go off on a tangent, um, the one thing we've not discussed um, and the real thing that is going to be the highlight of my night and that I'm looking forward to
0: is seeing Martin Clunas for the first time in Course. years. We've got we've gone through over an hour and have not mentioned Martin Clunas. And that, is, that is disgraceful. And all the guys, we're gonna see, uh, hopefully we're going to see uh, Dennis as well, Dennis Law, and uh, Mike Innes, who's never had a wrestling match. That's the story now. Never had a yeah. wrestling match, is, is, yeah. even though he did look like uh, superhuman.
1: I mean, especially if kids listen to this, he's never had a match.
0: Oh, he's ne- definitely never had a match. Uh, it's, a, it's a fever dream. Uh, but yeah, Martin Clunas is going to be there. He's going to be welcoming everyone in. I'm very much looking forward to whatever sarcastic comment he has when I walk into the venue uh, because, you know, I'm a podcaster now, so I'm sure that'll be uh, plentiful for for ridicule. Obviously, in a loving way. We, we, we love Martin Clunas here. Uh, for uh, wrestlers in general, but so, have you, if you're able to dig out your Martin Clunas sign, or um, is it gone? I mean, that's long gone, um, but I might have to make a new one. Just recreate the photo. No, uh, uh, Clunas 316. My but I mean, doesn't work.
1: I mean, I mean Clunas 316, but I think the standard I Heart Clunas is, is going to work, um, but I never thought that um, I would be bringing an I Heart Clunas um, signed to a show with a woman that I live with, mental. That doesn't make any sense. You know what I mean, like, anyone who's bringing signs for ring announcers to wrestling shows, nine times out of 10 i they're going to be single.
0: I mean, let, let's be honest, I'm also, I, I mean, in that same vein, I'm a guy who took a wrestling belt to a wrestling show, and I'm married. I, yeah. that's that, Yeah, that's... That's a special kind of weird.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: That is, yeah, no, that definitely is.
1: I mean, it, it got you somewhere, you know, the, you know, you you got your name out there. You're recognisable oh, oh, face. Oh,
0: yeah, oh, yeah. I got my name out there as the weirdo with the website that has a wrestling belt. That was what my name was. That's what I got. Named.
1: <laughs> I just love the fact, right, that you've got this, like, feud with Mickey Vago. And, like, even his first impression of you was like, oh, yes, Mark.
0: I like that interview with Vago, I was not aware of. (laughs) I was just just purely just going, Oh, I quite like this Mickey Vago. I'm not going to write much about him. And then he's he's at the end of the computer going, I hate him. I hate
1: him. (laughs) I will say, right? So, obviously, that match where the the table spot happened, right? Massive moment, right? He's he's retained the titles um, at Beach Ballroom, like, big moment, one of the biggest moments of his career. And he's like, as soon as he wins it, where's Billy? Where's Billy? <laughs> that's that's class. That is the definition of rent free right there, Billy. And uh, no matter how much grief Mickey gives you, you can always live with that. Uh,
0: absolutely. absolutely. Um, but yeah, but, uh, I still love the story that, that the Jimbo, the one where I ripped Jimbo Bannon apart in a review, and he was so happy that I didn't mention him. <laughs> and so it's like he was like, a couple lines. Vigo was solid. It's fine. Quite happy with that, and then I would do a preview, and I'd barely mention them, <laughs> be raging. So it's it's very much a love hate relationship. Again, I was not aware of. So uh, Vigo, I think we've plugged your podcast and yourself enough in this in this uh, show, and and as we found out that your your biggest fan is going to be in attendance on Saturday at the Northern Hotel. So for those that are unaware, I mean tickets are sold out. What more can I, I can really sell this show to you. Because you've already bought the ticket to it. Um, which I'm very, I'm so happy that, I'm not happy Comic-Con was cancelled, but when the show was announced and I was supposed to be away, I was furious. I was so upset. And as soon as it was cancelled, not even 20 minutes after the show was announced, cancelled, I'd already bought my tickets for for uh, Norrin Hotel, which is good because it's sold out. So I mean,
1: doors open. It, oh yeah, It is sold out, right? But I am willing to listen to offers. Everyone has a price. So uh, if you're really desperate to go, you no, know, I can go I can myself.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was gonna say, I've got. I'll be. We'll be taking the car. She can sit in the car. It's fine. I'll keep her warm. Exactly. Uh, so doors open at six pm for VIP ticket holders. You'll know this already. You have a ticket if you're listening to this. Uh, six thirty for general admission. Um, you'll get to miss a wonderful uh, match. Probably five star if it was in the in in Japan with Lord Mister Malice. Probably getting decimated by someone, and uh, main card kicking off at seven pm. We'll be there. We'll be front row. We'll be so excited. We might gasp in hotter when when Scotty comes out and he hasn't dyed his hair red. Who knows? Is he still gonna be the red-haired warrior? He's still gonna. He, he can't be. Um, maybe. Anyway, no, I'm. I'm now thinking things. He gets a mohawk and gives it red. But that's that's more. That's more hassle than it's worth. Red rooster. Uh, <laughs> oh, imagine. What was the boy's name from uh, TNA? Uh, Jesse. Oh, he was uh, ink ink with Shannon Moore. It was Jesse something wasn't it? Sorensen. Jesse Sorensen,
1: or was that oh, the guy that broke his
0: neck? Yeah. Wasn't it? Right. Ink, ink. We're, I was getting so close to wrapping this up, and now just has popped into my head. I need to. I need to know. Ink ink. Sure it's Jesse. Ink ink. TNA. Jesse Neal. There you go, Shannon Moore, Jesse Neal, and the Valley Toxin. So, anyway, that's totally off oh! the subject. Sorry, <laughs> right?
1: Um, th- this is the greatest thing ever, and I forgot to mention it. And I want to get it actually on the the podcast, right? There is a guy, right, who wrestles in um, AEW just now, right, and he is the spitting image of Scotty Swift. Right, and I'm not even lying. Right, um, I can't remember what his name is.
0: Hey, is Dr. Luther, is it? That's, that's just offensive.
1: Oh, no, it's um, Ryzen, I think it is. It's said Ryzen was the other guy. Um, but i just put up a photo there, honestly. Right, I'll send you this there, and you can see it is spitting image. Um, funniest thing ever. Funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, bad to get out there actually because uh, yeah, he's got a little red bit, so it's not quite full, Scotty. I'm convinced Scott
0: has been moonlighting on AW Dark. Maybe I never, never, never hear him tweeting a bad word about AWD. Nah, convenient that. Uh, anyway, this is—I think we've, we've rambled on long enough about this show on Saturday. That, like we say, it is sold out. So if people are listening, going, oh, "I need a ticket," you have to contact Kyle. Uh, but before we go, then plug your socials.
1: Uh, yeah. So Kyle, what UK on everything? Um, if anyone is interested in hearing um, you know, we've spoke a lot about Kayleigh's opinions on things, um, the KK Wrestle Factory will be opening up again uh, for a review of this show. Um which will just be me asking Kaylee questions um, for the, the full time, I'll be honest. So uh KK Wrestle Pod on Twitter for that.
0: Um and that's that's about. It. Well we're gonna have a bit of rival shows then, because I'm planning to to record an audio version <laughs> with, Kay- with Kelly. <laughs> and I'm pretty much gonna do the same thing. <laughs> so we'll we uh, we'll have a uh, we'll have battling podcasts tell for, me, for the tell me, when you, tell me when you're gonna release that. I'll release it like half an hour earlier. You know what? Uh, people might think you're joking. You will as well, won't you? <laughs> it's, fine. it's
1: it's our podcast. We'll release it in about three months.
0: I'll be in the next show. Anyway, right, we're, we'll wrap up there then. Uh, of course, you can you can follow uh, me at uh, scottreznet. You can follow my own one at strack114. But I don't use it. I just uh, use it to show my other stuff. Uh, we 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 love WrestleZone here at SWN. Maybe too much at times, but uh, tough. It's it's great, and uh, we'll hopefully have a review out soon. Adam will definitely have one out the next day or two after the show because he's a machine. And he'll have all he'll he'll remember all the bits so when I can read it back going, Oh, that happened. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, just keep keep listening, keep watching. Thanks for, for staying tuned and hope you all enjoy the show if you're going. See so, ya. Yeah.